Welcome to the You Can Be Unstoppable podcast. My name is Ewelina Szczeplewska, your host and certified hypnotherapist. In this podcast, I will share with you how to tap into the power of your subconscious mind. I intend to share with you how learning how to use the power of your subconscious mind can help you to create a successful and abundant life with ease, how to connect with yourself while fostering a healthy relationship with your body and mind. Tapping into the power of the subconscious mind will help you to learn how to manage your emotions, become more resilient and present in all of your relationships. Self-love and self-worth are the keys to the kingdom of success and abundance, to happy and healthy life on your terms. Hello everyone to another episode, You Can Be Unstoppable, and today I've got an amazing guest for you, Jill Hollander. Welcome. Thank you. She's a certified life and health coach. And I'm just going to go straight with a deep question, (laughs) you know, just not going to mess about. And you talk a lot about courage and what you do. You talk about how to recognize courage, how important is courage. You're talking about challenges and, you know, how to reinvent your life. And from my perspective, courage is actually quite important because looking at my life, it actually took a lot of courage for me to left Poland when I was 21. Mm. It took a lot of courage for me to uh, leave my ex-partner uh, because I was actually quite a lot con- codependent and I didn't even realize at that time. You know, it took a lot of courage to set up business. So from my perspective, actually, I can see what you mean. Courage is incredibly important, but I'm curious what is your perspective on that? Absolutely. Wonderful question. Courage is extremely important. And one of the concepts for me that came from my own life experiences, like you're saying, so for me, I was born with a congenital heart defect. I've had two open heart surgeries, a heart transplant, and six different occurrences of a transplant related cancer. And each of these gave me an opportunity to turn my obstacles Mm -hmm. into an opportunity to truly live. And to do that, I needed to create a process which was recognize your courage, reframe your challenge, reinvent your life. And this is now a process that I share as a speaker and a coach with my clients and audience members, because this is how we rise up. This is how we can be resilient through it all. And one of the main pieces, as I said, recognize your courage. And a lot of times components of that are this idea of name it, claim it, change it. We have to first acknowledge what it is that's really going on first to ourselves. And sometimes that can be the hardest part to start there. And when we name it, then we got to claim it, claim our feelings, claim the raw truths that we haven't been getting to for so long. And when we do that, then we can start to change it. That can become the catalyst for the change. And I see, I've seen that in my own life. I've seen that with my clients. It really is an integral step. And Mm -hmm. so many times we want to avoid 
it's easier not to. And that's how why so many of us, it takes a while to get to where we want to go, to to tap in to our courage. Because I believe we all have courage. We just need to tap into it. And this is one way to name it, claim it, change it, is one way to tap into that courage. As also the power of choice and change. Mm -hmm. We have the power to choose our response to any given situation. We can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we respond to it each and every time. And this goes right to mindset. We could choose our mindset. We could choose our self-talk. We can choose our self-view and we can choose and choose again daily, weekly, by minute, over and over and over again. And this will help us to another component, which is find your yes. When we're going through something, when we're not feeling courageous, it can feel very dark. It can feel very isolating. It can feel very lonely. And this idea of find your yes is looking for that glimmer of light. What will keep you going? What will just shed a little bit? So that will get you to the first step to get you to the next step. So this whole idea just keeps you going through it all. And these are all ways that you tap into your courage, that you recognize your courage so that you can start to make the changes that you want in your life. So you can rise up to the circumstances that you are now encountering. It's so important what you said. And I talk about this as well. Maybe Mm -hmm. I use a bit different language. And I think that's Mm -hmm. what we said last time when we spoke that. Yes, we did. Talk about the same things. We just talk about it using different words. Mm -hmm. I talk about the importance of self-awareness. Because if we are not aware of where we are at and what's the perceived problem, because that's the other thing, like nothing really is a problem. It's all perceived problem because we say it's a problem. Because for someone else, it may be like, it's nothing is that interpretation I choose to see this as a problem and that's where you talk about choice um so it's that awareness okay this is where I'm at and this is how I need to change things or I choose to change things and being creative and finding the solutions but we need to work on okay where I'm at and so many people refuse to even start there they don't want to even recognize that there is work to do. They choose to stay where they are at, feeling frustrated and unhappy. So first is awareness and then, okay, this is what's going on. Where is this coming from? What is this telling me? Why am I feeling like this? Mm-hmm. Because emotions are there to guide us. And all our stories that we've got are tied to emotions because we are emotional human beings. Mm. So. This, like, we talk about the same thing. <laughs> I mean, like, that's what we said. Yes, yeah, you're sharing, I'm hearing name it, claim it, change it. Yeah. I'm also hearing power of choice and change because we, cho- we get to choose our perspective. We yeah. get to shift our perspective. That is a power we have, and we can change it at any moment. It goes right to those points, and it's integral. And also a point that you started to touch upon was creative solutions, which is part of how when the pillars that I use in reframe your challenge because we tap into our courage and then we have to reframe the situation. We have to reframe our challenge because like you said, it's a matter of perspective. So we really need to look at how can we reframe our challenge? And one of the ways that I help people to do it and that I've done it is self-advocate, self-advocacy, finding, owning, and using your voice. It is essential because no one will know what you're thinking or feeling if you don't share it. it is integral in the medical world. It can help to get a good, clear diagnosis because 
when you share clearly with the doctors, they can better help you. So you share about what you know, and they can better help share what they know. And it also helps in life because when we start to speak up for ourselves in relationships, first and foremost, being honest with ourselves, naming, claiming it, changing it, being honest with our thoughts and our feelings and getting really clear on what are ours, what are thoughts that may have been from childhood that aren't ours, that don't serve us, and then replacing them with what is truly ours and what is the adult version or what is the version for the stage we're in now. And it also, this idea helps us to speak up for ourselves more. And in doing so, we get to create boundaries. We we become better at creating boundaries in our own lives. I know something else that we have in common that we both talk about because it's so important. And when we say with clarity and conviction what we are willing and not willing to do, people will be more likely to respect it. And they also will know that you mean business, that this is your bottom line and you're not going to budge. And I think that helps to get more clear. And also this idea, I also find self-advocacy as a way to tap into your intuition, because when you start to use your voice more, you start to trust your voice more. And then you trust your inner inner voice and you are more likely to listen it, listen to it and follow it. When and you I think that's where a lot of people actually struggle as well, finding your own mm-hmm. voice and intuition, yeah. because we live in a society where it's conditioning us to follow what the society tells us that we need to, how do we need to be, how do we need to behave? Mm-hmm. We are being conditioned from the day we are born, what it means to be successful, uh, worthy. And then obviously we pick up a lot of the beliefs and patterns stories from our parents and everything else. Mm-hmm. So then we find actually very difficult because that means getting vulnerable with ourselves and witnessing ourselves and asking ourselves, okay, well, this is what I feel. Why do I feel this? Where is this coming from? Because I think a lot of people, and I've been there, I'm guilty as charged. I've created lots of coping mechanisms because I didn't want to see myself because it was painful and it was easier to engage in those strategies that I created they made sense when I was eight but then as you grow up unfortunately they usually become Mm -hmm. problematic once we get into adulthood because they become a habit we continue to engage and everything that we do is a habit just the way the brain works so it's important what you said it's a vital piece um, and I use hypnosis and coaching to deal with this obviously you use different methods but it's so beautiful because we talk about the same tapping into different people because we are also very different and different things will resonate with different people and they will hear things differently it's vital it's stripping down all those layers that we've put on over the years getting back to the core okay this is who i am that's that your voice we're talking about voice i'm talking okay who you are Yes. And, and it's vulnerability is across the board. And, and that takes courage. That's why you have to tap into your courage because it is hard. It is vulnerable. Yeah. It's scary because like you said, these are things that we put off for years because they Very deep down, you know, <laughs> we may not even know that we're doing it. I've worked with clients that subconscious, you know, all types of subconscious stuff start to come up through the years, not just through yeah. our work, but like it takes time. A lot of times, very difficult memories can be buried and they come up in different ways. And I'm sure you see that a lot in your work. And it's it is- time to uncover all this. It was layers um, and yes. years of us putting on. It's going to take a bit of time. It is a process. It is a journey. That's why I call it a process. And it's meant to be 
used again and again once it is learned. And this is not easy. And that's why one of my other pillars for reframing your challenge is what you had talked about before, like creative Mm -hmm. solutions, finding ways around and through and looking at things in a way that can work for you. Because you can hear all these different ideas and you may have the goal of how you want to do it. And no matter what is going on in your life or situations, I find there is a way to make it work, but you have to be creative. You have to be willing to use problem solving skills and learn how to use problem solving skills, which not everyone has. So first working with someone, I work with my coaching clients on this, you may connect with them in a different way to to be able to problem solve so that you can, so that no doesn't have to be such a hard no. You could turn it in closer to a yes or find a way to make it work for you or find a way that that original plan no longer has to be the plan, but it feels good for you. And those are some ways that you can find creative solutions by using problem solving skills. Mm -hmm. It's a way that you reframe your challenge. It requires tuning into your intuition because those creative solutions are not necessarily something that we logically think it makes sense. Usually when we listen to our intuitions, those solutions are better solutions. But I mean, it takes practice actually listening to intuition because we are so encouraged to use our logic and left from the neck up and disregard everything else and this is not a way to live we are emotional human beings we make decisions based upon emotions all the stories it's they've wrapped around emotions and intuition is that invisible thing that i think we were finding difficult in modern society to tap into it takes practice yeah and i would say it's both the logical and the intuition because i've made great plans and solutions by using my logical mind mm-hmm. yeah. and thinking about it so i think it's, it really is a combination but i also feel at least for me when it comes to medical the intuition just speaks because i've listened to my body for so long and i got to know my body and i, I think you know what between two i would choose my intuition you know like if they both agree like amazing but if my intuition was like screaming like this is definitely a bad idea where my logic was like doing the opposite I know over the years actually listening to my intuition oh, yeah. is a better better well, way to yeah, go absolutely and when they work in tandem that's that's the goal right when the two kind of work together because I think we need we need the container in which we can flow yeah. through and got, listen to our intuition because if we don't make especially when you're in uncharted territory, you got a cancer diagnosis, your child is diagnosed with a developmental disability, whatever it is, you're in uncharted territory and you don't know where to begin. So I think that the logical and the structure is important to then tap into the intuition. I know in my life that's happened a lot when once I have that structure, once I feel that a safety in a sense or a feeling of safety it's the feeling right like the feeling that i am safe enough now to go deeper to go in that's when the two kind of come together because i already have that overarching structure and then i can kind of swim within my intuition more freely because that feeling of safety is at least budding right if not fully there so i think in my perspective that combo has worked beautifully and it is both and everyone is going to have their and that's what I love about like talking and having these kind of conversations Mm -hmm. and also working with different people because everyone's going to have what works for them best and working with someone else's strength and helping them to 
foster that even more and to work from that place is what's going to get them to their next step, right? Because it's so individualized. And I think that is a main part in all the work, all coaching, therapy. It's integral to know that every person is different. And these traits that I use can be done very differently with different people. And that's so about finding how it works for them because what might work exactly. for me, my idea of um, reality is not going to work. It's about finding the benefits, the courage, that resourcefulness in a client yes. with the tools that I've got. Because mm-hmm. everyone, like you said, and that's so beautiful about what we do. Uh, you get to work with so many different people and helping mm-hmm. them to tap into their beauty of who they are, really. And the option for people to work with people that come from different perspectives to be able to help them in the way that they need at that time, which is so great of having a community of like-minded people that might go about things in different ways, but that can offer similar services or get to the root of things, the similar topics, Mm -hmm. right, in different ways. But that's wonderful. So people have options for what works for them, especially at that age. And also what's really important with recognizing, we recognize your courage and then reframe your challenge. Another important part to reframe your challenge is to hope, cope, and deal. And this idea that I was talking about before, one part of that is a support system, finding Mm -hmm. people, finding the therapists, the coaches, the speakers, the people that can support you through things, as well as friends, family, other professionals, doctors, whatever it may be for you that can help guide you because support is essential. We can't do it alone. We all need support and finding supportive people can be a game changer. I know it has been for me in all different ways. And those people become my go, they become my go-to people. And we can all feel alone at times, especially when we're in hard situations. So finding your people and learning how to connect Mm -hmm. and also, you know, the give and take receiving and the back and forth is essential. So that Absolutely. is really so important, as well as what I call active acceptance, being realistic, optimistic, and proactive because we need to keep going. And how can we keep going? We have to find ways to do so. But, and that's what's also great about Hope, Cope, and Deal because you develop work, you know, work with my clients, you mm. work with your clients to find what works for them, which can become their go to strategies. Some people, I've worked with mindset shift, picking music or even themes of music help to keep them in the direction in which they want to go. It can be movement. It could be the combination, could be reading quotes, whatever it is, painting, using artistic modalities, all different ways. Just a few. It's about asking what works for you. Like, what do I need today? Like, how can I support myself? And I think that takes courage because it takes the time to, okay, I'm going to stop and breathe and ask myself, what is do I, do I need today? What does my body need? Do I want to rest? Do I need to move? Do I need more water, fruit, veg? Do I need meat today? It's about tuning in into our mind, body in. and mind and practicing that, okay, what is that I need? How can I support myself? And if, if that means listening to music or finding support, finding a therapist, or mm-hmm. uh, you know a friend or a family, but it takes that courage to ask and stop and not deflect. It's like it's fine. I'm fine. Nothing is wrong here. Nothing to be seen because yeah. <laughs> nothing will change. You will just get further deep into the problem. 
Exactly. That's why it's recognizing your courage and then reframing your challenge because you have to reframe it. You have to use strategies to help you to do that. And also what's so important in all of this is remembering how precious life is. Mm. Tomorrow is not promised. So let's live as if it's not. And to remember the small things matter. The ordinary moments matter. And to really remember that as you choose daily and you choose different practices Remember what is really important to you. And I encourage people to ask themselves, how do I really want to live? What do I really want to be doing? And who do I really want to be around? Because these core questions can be integral in helping you to create the life that you really want. I know it has for me. It has helped me to choose to expand my career. It has helped me to choose and choose again how I spend my time, how I spend my money, where I choose to go, to travel, to go to concerts, to live in a way that's in alignment for me and what that really means. And these questions can help you to figure out what that really means for you. What does living fully mean for you? What does that mean at this age, at this stage? How can you start to do that? And you can, by doing that, start to reinvent aspects of your life by recognizing your courage, reframing those challenges, asking yourself these questions, realizing again and again how precious life is. Because we get reminders, we just had many, and we will continue to have them, but we go on with our lives. Things get busy and we forget. And it's also a scary thought. So sometimes we'd rather not think about it. But if we do, and when we do, we can realize that these are the questions and these are the ways that we can really tap into creating the life that we truly want and reinventing aspects of ourselves, changing parts, small areas, a little at a time, change aspects of your health, change your thought process, change how you talk to yourself, change the people you're around, change how you navigate relationships, change how you work, who you work with, whatever it is that can help you bit by bit, you're reinventing your life as you reinvent aspects of your life. And you're getting to see what you really want as you feel more and more that you could tap into your authentic confidence, which is keeping the promises to yourself, become more resilient and live with the wisdom that no one knows what tomorrow has in store. So let's live as fully as we can today and every day. Yeah, it's really powerful because, yeah, like I say, tomorrow is not promised. Like, I don't know, I might drop that in an hour. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) like I have no idea you know like absolutely you have no idea what will happen tomorrow and this notion that people are afraid oh I can't do this because I fear the judgment or I fear that I fail or I fear that I just don't have enough knowledge but in in the grand scheme of things what's more important live the life to the fullest and really embrace all the things about you and what is that you really want to do mm. or go into like this rabbit hole of what I'm afraid what they may think about you so what yes like people will judge you no matter what will you do you might as well be yourself and do what you love be who the hell you want and yes. it took me ages to get that because I used to be someone who was very concern about what everyone else may think about me Mm. I really don't care because they're gonna judge me regardless what I will do or not do what I say Mm. or not say so I might as well be true to myself and happy with myself because they're gonna do it anyway 
And like you said, tomorrow is no promise. And at the end of the day, I want to live to the fullest. I want to invite joy and a peace and happiness into my life. Yes. And that's a choice. You know, going back to what you, we were talking about earlier, it's a choice. Yeah. I choose to live this way because there's always choice. And that's another big lesson for me because I used to feel like, oh, I can't do it. I I have no choice. Like, there's always choice. There's always choice. And it's changing that self-talk, the can't uh, to the can. And that takes a lot of time, as I'm sure you know, and I know I know, know, right? It takes a lot of time to do that. And it's just so integral because going back to that idea of living fully, and I want to say also because – that can mean different things to different people. And it doesn't always mm. look the same. It doesn't always feel the same. And it's different at different stages. Some There's been parts of my life where living fully is very outward. It's traveling. It's going to all these places, seeing all different things and experiencing mm. culture and wonder. And sometimes it's really the last few years has been going inward and getting more and more acquainted the internal parts of myself and becoming more and more my best friend. And for me, that was living fully at that age stage and what was going on in the world in my life and how I had to navigate that. So I just want to be clear about that too, that living fully looks different for everybody, just as everything does. And there's no that idea. There's no right or wrong. I think that's what people can judge. No yeah. wrong or right way of doing this is your way of doing it. Your way of what doing is it. that you need today. Yes. And like I said, there was a lot going on in the world over the last two years. Yeah. And it's about asking, okay, how can I support myself and how can I live to make sure that I feel okay, that my health is supported, my mental health mm. is supported? Because that was a big one for me living on my mm. own. Like, how can I support myself to make sure that I I'm taking care of with everything else that's going on. And like I said, that is going to look very different for very different people at different stages. You know, families with children and small spaces, that is going to look very different for them. Someone who's maybe got a partner and a dog, again, that is going to look very different for them. Mm -hmm. If we go into this, like my mentor says, if we say I have no choice, we go into victim mentality. And that was a hard pill to swallow Mm -hmm. for me because I was like, I'm not a victim. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) But actually, it's a lot of truth in it because if we go into this, oh, I I, I have no choice. It's not up to me. It's the world. It's the economy. It's the politicians. It's like, well, yes, but you always have a choice. You always have a choice. When When I was leaving my, you know, Poland and I could say well I had no choice because you know before I left I literally couldn't afford the bus ticket to go to university well I could say well I have no choice I have to continue to live this way but I didn't go there I obviously somewhere unconsciously I had that need to do something yeah. else with my life and I was always <laughs> quite rebellious and I'm still quite rebellious and I was like this is not how I want to live I was yeah. never going agree to and I, I think maybe because I saw other people going into this victim mentality, it's like, well, it's how it is. And this is how I'm going to live. My mother lived like this. My father lived like mm-hmm. this. My grandma. And I, I was like, absolutely not. This is not how I want to live. I don't know how I'm going to go about this. I don't know how I'm going to change this right now. But I know I will. And I think that kind of mindset yeah. really helped me along the way. I love that because I also like what I call the hard no. No. 
I'm not doing this. And that hard no can lead you to your yes. And also lead you to what you did so beautifully, tapping in your courage, into your courage to take the steps to get to your yes. You know your hard no. You're not going to live like that. Now, how are you going to live? And how are you going to get there? How are you going to follow where is that path? How are you going to create that path for yourself? And you did so, so beautifully by following your intuition. Sounds like partially getting support. And I really feel like it is, it's just so integral and so essential and that we are all different. We're all going to have our own paths. Things are going to come up and things will happen. We cannot always control what happens to us, but we can control how we respond to it. We can choose and choose again and choose differently every single time because yes, we can get stuck in our fear, but we also can learn to find our bottom line, find our no and say no or no more, right? No, I'm not going to be a victim or no, I'm not going to be a victim anymore. I'm not the victim. I am the victor of my life. And this is how I'm going to take action to make those changes. This is how I'm going to change how I think, how I feel, how I act, how my see the world, how I think about things and what perspective I see things in and then take action from that place. And my emotions come from that place and it all starts to shift how you recognize, mm, absolutely. Your reframe yeah. your challenge, reinvent your life. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what I used to go caught up with, and I think a lot of people does as well is we want to know all the steps, how we're going to get there. But unfortunately, oh, yeah. All I, need, all I needed to know, really, it was my, like you say, a hard no, is that mindset, like, this mm. is not how I want to live. And I've always been so convinced about this. Like, mm. I don't know how, how I'm going to do this. I was so young, you know, like my late teens. I was so convinced this is not how I'm going to live. I had no idea where this is going to take me or how I'm going to change this because on a surface, my circumstances were telling me the opposite. <laughs> We're telling me actually, well, no, this is your life. And I'm like, hell no. Yes. It's like fell into place because I think I had this hard no and I was searching for options and I wasn't into like, well, I just, you know, I might as well just resign to this life and this is how I'm going to be because that was no my mindset. I was obviously unconsciously searching for the solution for a different way of being, regardless of the fact that my circumstances were telling me the opposite. Well, that's a very important point because I think our circumstances and what we deem to feel to be true do not always have to be in alignment to get us to where we want to be. Mm. Yes, we can live in reality, but we can know that we're, our feeling center, our being can be very different because at a young age, like I said, I was born with a congenital heart defect and around seven or eight, I made the choice to view myself as healthy and to continue yeah. to view myself as healthy through the years when I wasn't technically as healthy, right? But that mm. feeling, that idea that I saw myself as healthy helped me to keep going, to living my life like my sister, my friends who did not have any health challenges because I, there was a part of me, there was a being, there was an essence that believed, felt and lived healthy. And that helped me to stay healthy, mind, body, spirit. It, wasn't, it didn't always have to be all of them all at once. But by having that feeling, having that belief, and really living that belief and going back to that again and again, again, the power of choice, the power to choose how you view yourself, the power to choose what you feel in your essence, what you feel in your being, and to live from that space and place. Because 
feeling that way helped to keep other things in a good place. It helped me to keep looking for my yes to finding things that did work for me instead of focusing on what didn't. Focusing on that I can, like we were talking about, rather than that I can't. So yes, what we are experiencing currently and the choices we make don't always have to go in alignment because they can help us in different ways. That but view. that's where I think the interpretation comes as well because I can choose to, I could have chosen to interpret this in a completely different way, but I chose and I, I think that's what I didn't understand for a very long time and I think I wish they were teaching this at school <laughs> is how we choose to interpret something has a huge impact about how my emotions what kind of emotions I'm going to exhibit about something so something happens and I chose to create certain interpretation and then I felt something and then that created a story and created belief and habit and it just goes on, on. so Going back to this, my circumstances, I could have chosen a completely different way. I had a health challenge when I was about um, 20, 21. And at the time, it looked very scary. But I chose, my interpretation was, hell on earth, I am allowing this to direct my life. And I still have, you know, ups and downs here and there. That's, you know, that is still a health challenge. But it does not rule my life. It does not direct my life. It does not... It didn't end my life the way they were trying to say that is going to impact my life because I was like, hell no. Again, that's that, you know, mindset is like, no, no, no. (laughs) I'm not going to allow this. My interpretation is like, this is not going to stop me living the way I want. And I did things despite um, doctors, you know, the kind of advice. I remember like I've run half marathons and doctors were like, you did what? um run half marathon he's like are you crazy with your back and I'm like yeah <laughs> like, I choose not to allow this to stop me from living the way I want yes idiot like no 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 <laughs> and I think you this have, is really yes. important and to go with that mindset and also working with the doctors I love to work in collaboration I, I follow all the guidelines and I also know that I'm an integral part of the team that's where self-advocacy is so important because I know my body, I know my mindset, and I know my intuition. And that helps me to help the experts because the more information I can give them, there's things that I felt that didn't always, that eventually would come out in the blood work, but didn't initially, right? So you had to, I had to keep stating my case again and again. And if you're in a place where you're advocating right now and you're getting a lot of no's, please continue to just keep speaking up because you never know who's going to hear you, how it's going to affect everything else, because we really need to follow that intuition and also to keep going and to know that we know our bodies and to keep our bodies safe because there's that that fine line of the denial and pushing ourselves beyond our limits. Oh, absolutely. You have to know where the line is. You need to cross the line. (laughs) Yeah, so everyone needs to know, and that's where intuition really comes in and working with someone to help guide you because there's things that I've definitely done that I wouldn't recommend for everyone because I knew my intuition. I knew my body. I was safe for whatever. The learning part comes in. You know, you need to learn. Like, I have to learn where is the line, and and now I know when I'm pushing and I'm pushing too far or when I'm pushing and it's actually okay, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it really is. For me, I've seen like, it's literally could be like, just a, a little bit different, right? You go a little too right, or a little too left. And all of a sudden that like, it's that fine line, it can change at any time. But it, it is essential, all of this, right? And everything you've been through, it is that that no helped you to find your yes through, through it again and again, as you 
recognized your courage, reframed your challenge, and look how you're reinventing your life over and over again. And it's just a constant. That is a few times. <laughs> yeah, a constant evolution, which is beautiful. Beautiful. It's like using our opportunities or the obstacles as opportunities, seeing them as opportunities. Yeah, and absolutely, and, and I think I don't want the audience to get that we are like superheroes because I failed plenty of times. Oh, absolutely yeah. failed, mud in the face, like yes. But it was a learning process nonetheless because I've learned a lot about myself along the way. I've learned a lot about the fact that actually I am very resilient because I've always picked myself up. And through the failures, we actually learn a lot about the life and about yes. ourselves. And life wouldn't be life if we didn't fail. So it's part of the like, process. you know that we haven't failed. We absolutely have. I have like, <laughs> and I feel like we, of course, like I, I failed. We've all failed, and I think that also we wouldn't be doing what we were doing if we hadn't had experiences yeah. that didn't go well. That we had to right. I needed to create this this process that I created because I was in a really hard spot and because. I wanted to keep living my life. So it came out of challenge. That's how it was birthed. So of course I've had challenges and I've really had to work on shifting that idea of failure. What does that even mean? And really like as someone that definitely has been a perfectionist now (laughs) call myself a recovering perfectionist or trying to be. And I feel like, and it comes up when I try new things, when I do different things. And it's that idea of like, I'm growing, not failing. And I think that's the thing. That's why I don't even love that word anymore. Absolutely, yes. We're evolving. And when we are going to step out of our comfort zone, which we need to do for any change, we are going to have growing pains. It is going to feel like failure sometimes, but how are you going to get back up? That's what resiliency is, right? Of course, you're going to fail or feel like you're failing or feel, but I would encourage everyone to try to shift that into, I'm not failing, I'm growing. I'm yeah, changing. so like you say, like the resilience, because when you fail, you're not staying there. You're like, okay, dust yourself off. Okay, that was a hard lesson. Yes. <laughs> and then you back up and, and you go again. And that's where the success comes in because you are able to dust yourself off. Okay, what's the lesson? Okay, what can I learn here? And then you go again and again, again. and again and again. And that's how every time you step out of the victimhood and into victorhood. Yeah. Into that shift. That's all part of it, right? And Falling down is part of the process, but remember to get back up. That's that's the mm-hmm. integral part. Yeah, to absolutely. Find, yeah, find that internal fight. Find your why, whatever it may be, your internal spirit, your family, your faith, whatever it may be, hold on to that to help you to keep going, living, loving, and fighting for what it is you want and to keep going because life is precious. Absolutely. Our life is amazing. And it's a choice. Again, it's a choice to see the life is amazing, is beautiful. And is you are more abundant than you think. It's a choice, again, to see that abundance and being grateful for it. Um, but we kind of running out of time. So going back to the fact that my podcast is called You Can Be Unstoppable. How would you define what does, would that mean to you being unstoppable? Unstoppable to me is follow, following that fire within that intuition within that wisdom from within your internal why and tapping into that and at different ages and different stages and following that 
following the breadcrumbs that it gives you to get to your next step, taking one step at a time, but connecting to your internal why. And the why can be in different areas of your life. What's your why for your relationship? What's your why for your health? What's your why for yourself? What's your why for your life? And in each area, you can create a smaller why to fill into that overarching bigger why. And it can help you to keep going and living, loving, fighting, and being unstoppable in your life and creating the life that you desire that is truly yours because we're all unique beings and we deserve each of us to have the most beautiful life and to also appreciate all the variations, ages, stages, twists, and turns because we can't always be in the situation we want to be, but it doesn't mean that we can't see some light, some beauty within it and continue to foster our ability to be unstoppable. Awesome. And if you could, in one word, if you can, I'm going to give you a challenge. <laughs> in one word, what would you say are the top three things in terms of cultivating, regaining, gaining, like getting back that unstoppableness about you? Determination. Mm-hmm. Grit and resiliency. Mm, beautiful, beautiful. And I know that you've got a gift for my audience. So if you can uh, talk a little bit about that before we go, that'd be amazing. Yes, I have a free guide that is on my website at jillhollander.com. You could go to the About Me page. It's at the bottom of the page. And it is a yes-filled guide. And it is there to help you with resources of how to shift your mindset, become your own advocate, live more fully, and how to be resilient. And on that guide, you'll find descriptions as well as questions that can help you to tap into what that means for you and then some go-to tips to get you started. Amazing. So thank you very much, Jill, for coming. It was a (laughs) quite intense, full-blown conversation. (laughs) Uh, I think we've had that one before. And anyway, thank you very much for coming. And I wish everyone a fabulous afternoon, day, morning, whatever it is that you are listening. Thank you for listening. If you found value in this podcast, I would like to ask you to leave a positive review explaining how this episode helped you to improve your life. I ask you to do this because this will help other people to improve their lives as well. Share and spread the love all around you. Raise your vibrations to improve your life. If you would like more transformational content like this, connect with me on Instagram. You can find a link in the description of this podcast and I'll see you over in the next episode.